0: Welcome to Bite Size Podcast today. Today we continue in our attempt to define love. We find out what the word of God says about love and what it means to us. We will stretch this topic as far as we can. So we're not limited to a certain number of episodes. But as far as God allows and as far as the Bible speaks, we will continue. We're focusing on the theme. On love. This theme is covered in multiple episodes. This is episode 5 of this theme. And thank you for joining us. We've been busy with the topic defining love. And um, today we'd like to bring it all together. You see the Bible says, God... Is love Not that he Is like love Not that he Has love Or he gives love But that he is Love That everything that he is Is love And if God is love Then his character Is that of love In fact you can read it the other way around and say like love is God and if we want to know what love is we have to look at who God is you see the Bible also tells us that he is the reason that we love because in the book of First John it says we love because he first loved us He is our source of love. And true love is that which is founded in him. It's an unwavering love. Given without conditions. Given without expectations. But it is one given for its own sake. Love given for Love's sake. Now we've been looking, we've been reading a lot in the past few days in the book of First John. And I want to encourage you to go back and read the book. It's only got five chapters. But it's so packed full of who God is, what who what love is. But today as we bring this all together and try to come up with a definition of what love is I want us to bring together everything that we read and everything that we have said in the past few episodes of what love is and as we do that I want us to hold on to this one notion. The Bible says, love never fails. Love never fails. It's a very interesting concept if you think about it. That everything else that we have has an expiry date except for love. That everything that we've been given has an end-by date or a use-by date, except for love. Love is the only thing that is constant throughout, irrespective of where we find ourselves. And then obviously we'll continue in the next coming episodes, explaining love and displaying love. For now I want us to recap on our previous episodes on defining love. This is what we've said. Based on the scriptures that we've read. We said that love is not just a feeling. But an action, a sin in the love God has for men. That he gave his only begotten. Knowing very well that some would reject him. In the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life so god gave his only son as an act of love but also with a full knowledge that some would not believe You see, he did this to show the world how much he loves us. And he did it without regret and without repentance. Because he knew the benefit for those that would believe in him. Secondly, we said that love gave us life and redeemed us from condemnation. He says, whoever believes in him shall have everlasting life. That life is given through God's gift of love. Love does not condemn us. We condemn ourselves when we reject it. Because we choose a part of death. And love is giving us a way out. It is full of grace. It is full of redemption Because it is the only way for us to move from death to life It was given to us so that we could have everlasting life So that our faith can carry us far beyond The limits that have been set on our lives The full stops that have been put in our lives And I say our faith because the Bible says Whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Thirdly, we said that we can choose love or we can reject it. It places no obligations or conditions but it gives of itself fully and freely. It doesn't force itself on anyone but waits patiently to be received by those that would receive it you see this also is how our love should be it is an example of how we should love always available for whoever will receive it always available for whoever will receive it And then fourthly, we said that love is to the exclusion of other things. And we explained this by saying you cannot love both light and darkness. You will love the one and you will hate the other because these are opposite. Jesus, speaking to his disciples in the book of Matthew, he said you cannot love both God and money. You cannot serve both God and money. You will hate the one and you will love the other. And it's the same with us today. Love is not contradictory. It doesn't contradict itself. It is mutually exclusive. Meaning it cannot hold two opposing views at the same time. You see, love cannot both tell you to obey or do And disobey God at the same time. So if we walk in love, we walk in the law of God. And the minute we walk opposite the law of God, that means we are walking outside of love. Because love for God is keeping his commandments. That means hatred for God is not keeping his commandments. And then the fifth point, we said love resembles love. cannot press on this point more that if we are to show that we love then we ought to walk according to how Christ walked we ought to walk according to how God commands us to walk because we resemble him who is love you see if we claim to walk in love We ought to resemble God because he is love. Our love is seen in how well we walk the walk of righteousness as Christ lived it. We cannot resemble the world yet claim to walk in love. We cannot walk in sin. The Bible tells us that Christ was sinless and yet claimed to walk in love because if we walk in love then we walk opposite to who God is if we walk in sin but if we walk in love we walk how God walks we walk to resemble who he is to display him in his fullness and his glory to the world and then number 6 we said love is not just a thing but a person and it is in knowing him that we know love it is in living in him that we live in love it is in loving him that we truly love and then number seven we said love is driven by compassion and that when love encounters any situation where it is called upon to act compassion drives it to be you would never come to a situation where love is expected to act and it doesn't you see you cannot love if you continuously shut up your bowels of compassion towards people because this drives Acts of love. Even we see it when Jesus is walking on earth. That when he sees people in need. He is driven by compassion. To show acts of love to them. And then number eight we said love is not just a matter of talk. Love is not love that is in speech only. Only. And not in action we said love demands an audience and thus needs to be shown not only as an act of obligation but as a selfless act discounting all selfish ambition and motives love is one that is acted out on the stage of life displayed for all to see because you see the Bible calls us ambassadors of Christ Meaning we ought to display Christ as he walked on this earth. We ought to display his life, his love by how we live our lives. And then number nine we said the call to love is not directed only at loving God. But the fact that he loves us and fills us with his love. This can be shown through the love we have for others. The apostle John in 1 John chapter 4 verse 20 says this. Says, if a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? The measure of how we love is seen in how we love one another. Because that is how we display the love God has worked in our hearts The Apostle Paul says Work out your salvation with fear and trembling For it is God who works in you Both to will and to do And when we love we are working out that which God has already worked in us Because when we accept and believe in his only begotten That same love that caused him to give him for us Is built on the inside of us that we may give to others. Love is that which we show to one another is evidence of our love towards God. Because we are placed on this earth to show his majesty and his glory. In the book of Revelation chapter four, verse 11, it says, everything was created for his pleasure so we were created to display his glory on this earth that those that may that have eyes may see and those that have ears may hear and then number 10 we said that there is no fear in love because perfect love cast out all fear You see, when we hold back our compassion and love towards others for fear of rejection, non-acceptance, etc. We deny ourselves the opportunity to show the perfect love of God which casts out all fear. A love that is not self-seeking. Seeking after appreciation or adoration. But a love that seeks to display God as He is in all His glory (laughs) and love for His people, even when they rejected His gift of love. You see, love that is shown through our lives is shown when we believe in truth. And we will, in the coming weeks, touch on this topic of truth. But for now, just note this. That is when we believe in truth and in the full knowledge of what truth is, that we are able to fully display the love of God. Jesus says in the book of John, I am the truth. So when we display truth, we display him who is love, because the Bible says God is love. And then the last point, Based on our previous episodes, we said we are commanded to love. And this for me, um, I think, drives the point home. That when Jesus is encountered with a question, when he's being asked what is the greatest commandment, he tells us this, that it is to love the Lord our God. With all of our hearts, with all of our soul, and with all of our mind. But he doesn't just end there. He says the second is like the first, and that is to love our neighbor as ourselves. But he then makes a very, very pertinent statement. He says, on these two hang all the law and the prophets. These two are the commandments on which the rest of the word of God hang. To love God. Meaning to keep his commandment and walk in his ways. And to love our neighbor. Which is to display the same love that God has shown us on whomever is in need of it no matter who they are or what they have done. You see we are called into this love because this is the love that the Bible teaches us about. Not what we've made it to be a confusion of feelings and emotions um, but an intentional decision to be to the world that which God came to be to me and you obviously to the extent that I can but the Bible is clear and lays out the steps that it calls me to walk in when I say I walk in love you see defining love in defining love we first have to understand what the Bible says about it and how it is given and we've gone through what we've said this is what the Bible says about it. But where the Bible has taught us what love is, we then have to go and see what it says and how that defines love in its entirety. You see, we can try and dramatize it, theologize it, or even romanticize it. We can give it fancy names and complex um Titles We can Divide it into different types And all of this But at the end of it all The Bible Who is the authority of love Says God Is love And when we were speaking about God In our first week we said Moses said The Lord our God is one Is one Lord so love cannot be divided and defined in many different ways it has to be united in itself one so, so even in us trying to define love first we have to recognize that love is not a what but a who And then we have to acknowledge that our definition of love has been lost because we've defined it as something that we feel and not something that we leave. Something that can exist today and tomorrow ceases to exist. You know, hence you hear people saying, you know, we've fallen out of love or we don't love each other anymore. As if love has an expiry date as if it diminishes with time and like wood fire it needs to be refueled with more wood each and every time this is not true see this is what I know when we define something we usually define it by its components for an example when I'm defining to you what a car is or break it down to its parts that when combined make together together make a car. You see, it doesn't include its function or its use. Because a car is a car whether it's parked or driving, whether it's got people in it or not, whether it's working or not, it's still a car. Its functionality doesn't change its definition. So in defining love, We've spoken about a lot of components of what it is. And um, I'm going to attempt to take these components as building blocks and put together a definition that we will use for the rest of this teaching on love. And it's this. Love is the ability to show the fullness of God by resembling his character as displayed in his word in all situations. It is not affected by feelings or circumstances, but is fueled by the true knowledge of who God is and the reverence of his majesty and glory, because God is love. I will read it again to you. It says love is the ability to show the fullness of God by resembling his character as displayed in his word in all situations. It is not affected by feelings or circumstances but is fueled by the true knowledge of who God is and the reverence of his majesty and glory because God is love. My friends, God is love. And it is in loving him and loving his people that we know that we truly love. Love is the chief thing without which any other thing we do does not have value or the right kind of impact. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, And I'm going to read just the first few verses. The Apostle Paul says this Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could move mountains and have not love I am nothing and the last verse we're going to read it says and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be bent and have not love it profiteth me nothing love is that it is the one thing that should always be carried throughout our message, whether spoken or lived? The consistency of our message should show love and be love. Remember, the Bible tells us this in the book of 1 John, chapter 4, verse 10. It says, Herein is love. Not that we loved God But that he loved us And sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins Friends, it is when the love of God is shown in our lives And in the people around us That know that we truly love Well, this brings us to an end of our discussion on defining love. Join us tomorrow as we start to look at the attributes of love. We'll try and go into granular detail on each and every one of these. Might not be able to cover all of them because it's a lot. But we will try and show the character of love, how love shows itself. Because we've said already love should show itself. Now we're going to speak about how Love shows itself. Thank you for tuning into to Bite Size today. May God bless you and keep you. Well, friends, if you want to get in contact with us, or you have questions about this episode, past episodes, or any Bible-related question that you might have, you can do so through our social media pages, Facebook, it's Bite Sized, Twitter, it's at byte underscore word on Instagram. It's bite word. Or you can send us an email on bite size zero at gmail.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and goodbye.